It is good to have you along. Now, you might remember at the beginning of the week, we sat down with Giddy Mammon, who is an immigration lawyer, to talk about how uh, things went for the expression of interest form for the parent and grandparent program. It closed after less than eight minutes. This is the program that allows you, uh, if you are living here in Canada, to uh, ask the government if they'd bring over, you know, a parent or a grandparent of yours. And there's a lot of people that have been waiting a long time to be reunited with their family members. We're joined by Michelle Rempel, who's the uh, conservative immigration critic. Thanks for being here, Michelle. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. I just want to start off by playing something that Giddy Mammon said. He's the immigration lawyer that we had on uh, to talk about this topic. We had him on earlier on in the week, and I asked him uh, to give us his thoughts on how he think he thought that things went down with regard to the expression of interest form for parent and grandparent program, which actually closed after eight minutes. The optics are horrible. You know, somebody, for example, like the clients who paid us, to do this, they, they, they hired, you know, a very experienced law firm doing everything by the book, and then they turn on their television set and they just see people walking right into the country, um, basically being escorted in by the, uh, uh, you know, CBSA. It's very, very hard to explain to uh, to our clients who who didn't make it yesterday how, how that works and how that makes any sense. That's uh, coming from an immigration lawyer who, you know, had to disappoint a lot of the people he works for. How did the conservatives see this? I I think he put it perfectly. Um, This is a government that really has their priorities backwards. So on the same day that this program was shut to people who have, as you said, been waiting a long time to come to Canada legally, the government actually allocated on the same day another $114 million dollars. Uh, for people who are illegally entering the country uh, from upstate New York. And this is, of course, on top of the $1 billion plus that has already been allocated. So it's just, it's it's a backwards priority to um, shut the door on the faces of legal parents and grandparents and then create a express lane for people who are illegally entering the country for the purpose of abusing our asylum system. It doesn't sound like they're very organized with communication within the Liberal Party then. I mean, because the timing of that is horrible. But I mean, it's something bigger than a a communication failure, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is a government, like they have had, this isn't something that was just going on for like the last two weeks, right? This is this is a systemic problem that has been going on since January of 2017 when Trudeau purposely tweeted, hashtag welcome to Canada. I, we have seen month after month uh, the, the, the problem compound. We've seen over 40,000 people illegally enter the country this way, and it is, has affected every single stream of legal entry into the country. Like what what they're trying to do is confuse people and say, oh, well, you know, this stream is processed, then a separate stream. But a billion dollars plus of resources going to what is essentially now an official government program. I mean, there's there's a cost to those resources being allocated. I just saw an article today saying that RCMP resources, I believe, had been diverted to deal with mm. the issue at Roxham Road. So I, I just, like, the government, Justin Trudeau has has prioritized one stream of entry into this country. Which is the illegal the stream. Of, I mean, yeah, irregular stream, if right. you're talking within the liberal circle. Right, and so we now need, in an election year, to start asking about, is that the right priority? My party would argue strongly no, and also that 
you know, frankly, we need to restore fairness and order and compassion into Canada's immigration system. And, you know, my phone this week, I cannot tell you how many people have called just to express extreme frustration on this program, the Parents and Grandparents program. Let me let me ask you about that, because I, I, I do know that uh, Global News has said that Canada is launching a new fast-track system for processing refugee claims, and I want to ask you about that. But before we move on from the processing uh, parent and grandparent program, um, the expression of interest, at least, to, to have bring a parent or a grandparent to Canada. Um, here's what Giddy Mammon uh, said, because we were we were talking about the fact that the lottery didn't work. It just didn't mm-hmm. seem fair. And so then the liberals thought, OK, well, what we'll do is we'll put it online and we'll allow people to, uh, you know, express their interest there. But then they closed it down after, you know, the, uh, you know, it was flooded with applicants and they reached their their limit within eight minutes of that being opened up. So it wasn't fair if you if you weren't really tech savvy. It wasn't fair if English was a, was your second language. You know, it was just once again. Uh, a little bit of a, a crapshoot to see if you actually even got to qualify. So here is his suggestion at what they should do. What would have been the harm in leaving this thing open for 24 hours or 48 hours? Even if you get 100,000 or 200,000 uh, applications, expressions of interest, you randomly select 20 or 25,000. But isn't that a lottery again? Of course it's a lottery. There's no way that we are going to be able to pick everybody that wants to come. But at this, at least this levels the playing field. What, what, what did the uh, Conservatives do differently? So I need to explain kind of what the Liberals have done and, and two types of terminology that they use. Yeah. So they come out and they say, well, we've created more spots for people to enter the country under this program. And really what they've done is they've created more spots on a no-hope waiting list. So they haven't increased the number of actual spots that are filled on, a, on an annual basis. Do you know what I mean? Like that remains at 10,000. Exactly. And they and upped it to 27,000, they said, but you're saying it's just they'll go through 27. It's like between the conservative and liberal governments, uh-huh. it's hovered between 20 and 25,000 per year. Okay. About. Okay. So what they've done is they've just increased the number of spots on an application list. And it's just, it's a no-hope list at this time. So when we came into government over 10 years ago in 2006, the number of people on that application list was, I think it was over 100,000. When we left government in 2015, it was at about 25,000. And so we had cleared that backlog. So what we did during that time period was look at other ways for people to enter the country while we were clearing the backlog, while we maintaining um, a number of spots that was manageable within the total immigration levels of the country. And that was the, the, the super visa program. And that's where people could apply for their parents and grandparents to come to Canada on an extended visa instead of having to go through this, like, you know, no hope, 10 year plus wait time to try to apply to come to the country. So it was a balance. It was looking at a creative way while clearing the backlog of making sure that people could still come to the country. How long was the visa? It it was about a 10-year visa. So what happens when it runs out? Well, that's the thing. People can still apply to come into the country during that period of time through Mm. the Parents and Grandparents program. But it's allowing people to come to the country uh, in a more expedited fashion. There's, there's, you know, there's... uh, there are criteria associated with this in terms of self-sufficiency as well. So it's kind of, it's an easy to communicate, easy to process, and positive immigration stream for the country. That, Why wouldn't that they just follow there. that lead then? Well, I mean, Canada's a wonderful place to come, um, and many people do have extended family that they want to come to the country. And, and an honest 
and fair immigration system balances the, you know, the extreme demand that we have for people to come to the country with our ability to integrate people into the country. And the, the thing is, what I feel is that we've shied away from talking about the number of people who can come to this country in a really fair, honest way that's based on integration. And oftentimes you'll see politicians coming out and saying, well, we're going to bring X number of people to the country. And it's like an auction for votes, just mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. So what we're doing as a, as a party going into this election and saying, we're, this needs to stop. This is not fair to anybody. We believe in immigration. We believe in sustained immigration. But it has to be done in a fair, orderly, planned manner so that people have a chance to integrate when they come to this Canada, to this country. What I mean by that, language acquisition, self-sufficiency. Um, and, and I think that that's kind of the social contract that most Canadians, including new Canadians, support and work towards. But more importantly, more than anything, I think the things that, that is degrading support for immigration in this country is what is happening um, at Roxham Road, that illegal border crossing pro- problem. And, you know, the fact that the government has turned away from that over the last two years has really allowed, you know, sort of negative sentiment to fester. So, yeah. Um, I don't I, I don't support an endless waiting list. I think that that is, you know, to, to me, that's like, for example, if I was an immigration consultant or an immigration lawyer, I just, you know, I would have a hard time taking money from somebody to, to process an application that you knew was going to go nowhere for, for, for many years. I think that's where, you know, our approach of having different ways to enter the country, but while maintaining, you know, a, a consistent and and fair number of applications or spots coming into the country on an annual basis is the way to go. Michelle, I'm going to have to leave it at that, but I thank you for your time today. Take care. Cheers. That's Michelle Rempel, conservative immigration critic.